turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And once again, we got a winning combination in the studio today, starting with the award-winning Rich (laughs) Jekyll of Score. Christopher De La Hart, it's so nice to see you again. Always great to see you, Rich. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. And once again, we thank you folks for tuning in and listening, especially you folks who tune in every week to find us here on these stations. We really do appreciate that. And the fact that you're telling other folks about us and more importantly about SCORE, because that's what we're here for. Right, Rich? Oh, you got that right. And we're also broadcasting on 660 AM, 105.5 oh, FM. Yeah. 1520, we're all 1520 over the place. 1520 FM. And SCORE, of course, is a great organization located actually in offices all over the country. How many of them now? Over 300, you said? Yeah, 390. Almost 400 offices we're nationwide. We're like rabbits. You yeah. know, we keep propagating every year. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's nationwide, and you can go to the nation national website, which is simply score.org, score.org, and they will give you all of those locations and contact information. If you have a friend or family member in a different part of the country, or perhaps you're moving to a different part of the country and want to know what the business climate is like there, call somebody at SCORE. They'll fill you in. And once again, that's score.org to find out all of that information. And SCORE is made up not just of almost 400 offices, but over 15,000, is it now, 15, volunteers? 15,000 plus. 15,000 plus volunteers yeah. like Rich. And, and they run the gamut of industries. Industries and all walks of life as yeah, well. Right. And what they have to offer is all of their expertise and their experience to you for how much, Rich? The big F word, my friend. Which is? Free. How about that? It's all free. And free for the asking. Yeah. And, and that is uh, for the Orlando office, which is located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End. Just park where the old parking garage is there and look for the vines on the wall. And that will lead you to the National Entrepreneur Center, where SCORE is one of a number of great organizations 13. located there. That's right. And uh, they're open normal office business hours Monday through Friday. And now also, was it 9 to 2 on Saturday? 9 to 2, just score on Saturday. Right. And uh, they're there to meet you, to uh, greet you, you, meet you. They will also, if you just have a, a particular question, perhaps they can answer that. Or if you'd like to know more about everything the SCORE has to offer or maybe the mentorship program, they can begin to uh, help you put all that together. Right. And uh, you will find an actual person there, normal business hours, Monday through Friday and 9 to 2 on Saturday. Or if you call on the phone, you will get that person at 407-420-4844. Did you know I'm a bot? How's that? A bot? Uh, a robot. Oh, is that it? Yeah, that's it. What is? What do you mean by that? I mean, I'm a robot. I'm not really me. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> a pretty good one at that. Of course, uh, you know, don't have to be that good to be rich. <laughs> but anyway, the... Uh, Thank you for your support. Uh, yes, uh, you might get a hold of Rich one of, those, one of these days there, but they rotate around. And the volunteer may be somebody who has expertise in what you're... Your need is, or if they're not, they'll know someone who does have that expertise. That's the great thing about SCORE. And with about five dozen volunteers in the Orlando office. That's exactly, that's 60. They're, they're, they're and you sh- are absolutely right. right with your ciphering. They are sure to have somebody there that can help you. And by the way, if you would like to be a volunteer for SCORE, they're always looking for good talent as well. And all of this information you can find at the local website, which is Orlando.score. Dot org orlando.score.org or once again just call them on the phone 407-420-4844 or 
or walk in the door at the National Entrepreneur Center and say, where is that Rich Jekyll guy? <laughs> Where's that bot? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, once again, we, we encourage you to take advantage of the mentorship and all of the great classes and seminars that they have to offer there. And all of that information you can find at Orlando.score.org. And don't forget, coming up, it's just a few weeks away. On August the 22nd, you can meet Rich, and you'll actually be doing some, you call it speed counseling, I right? will actually be running the speed counseling. So we have a group of uh, counselors that score will counselors. come in. Right, score counselors that come in, and they will be uh, counseling uh clients for and the reason it's called speed is they'll only be counseling for about 20 minutes each right so if you have a quick question you may get it answered there but if you have a long question then you will be scheduled for a one hour uh, meeting with a counselor there you go and that's august the 22nd at the orlando science center in lock haven park from 4 to 7 p.m and there's free parking. It'll be a free oh, yeah. event. Yeah, and it's, it's being, at the Science Center, too, man. It's being sponsored by the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. It's their annual business showcase. Rich was there last year. Yeah, it was. It was, tre- it was a tremendous success. Well, it really was. I don't know, but I was at the bar. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most of the time it was good. Yeah, it was a, a big success. And uh, it'll be even bigger this year. And once again, that's August the 22nd from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Orlando Science Center in Lock Haven Park. Okay, and of course, you know if you've listened to the show before, and I hope you have. If not, thanks for listening today, and hopefully you'll continue to listen. Uh, we have great guests on the show, and that brings us to today's guest. And this young lady is, well, she's teaching other people how to be a success. And, well, I'll let her tell us what I mean by that. And a true entrepreneur. At that. So I'd like to welcome to the show today Kelly Jenkins, who is the owner and director of the Christian Academy Preschool in Eustace. Kelly, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you so much. Or should I say, Mrs. Jenkins, thank you, ma'am, for being on the show today. Kelly is good. <laughs> I have to go number one. Oh, come on. Yeah. Uh, she, I don't think you brought her passbook with her. Uh, uh, but uh, Kelly, once again, thanks for being on the show. And the way we usually do things around here is is we like to find out a little bit about our guests before we get to the what they're up to now. So, are you from this area? I am born I'm, born and bred. Almost, almost. I came. I actually moved when I was very young in elementary school to Florida and been in the same town ever since. Eustace. Is that right? Yes. Eustace. Yes. There's only three people in Eustace. Yes, and I'm one of the three. And, that, and that's why it's such a great place to live. It is. And so you went to school here? Did you go to college here? Yes, yes. At UCF? I went to our local um, state college, Lake Sumter State College. Oh, Lake Sumter, yeah. Oh, cool. And, and what did you do after that? Well, all, I went to school while I was working. Okay. Working so, at what? I was already an entrepreneur at the time. And doing, I already had my business at the time. Oh, well, then let's oh, back up again. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I graduated Ooh. from high school. Okay. And I went to work in a daycare center. I see. And there were only a couple daycare centers in the area. I think there were three. I worked there for a year and I loved it and thought, I'm going to open a preschool. And the difference between a daycare and a preschool, a daycare just provides care basically while parents are at work. Right. I wanted to work on educating children. At any age? Just preschool. Preschool. Okay. Just preschool Which would be what? Um, Us old timers. We we cater only to ages two through five, which are children who turn two until they go to kindergarten. Now, daycare centers will take your infants and your toddlers, and they will have after-school programs. Okay, so you worked at the daycare where they did all of that. I worked at a daycare that had everything, infants up through 10-year-olds, I believe. Okay. Wow. And and decided I really liked it, but I wanted to be specialized in education for preschoolers. Because you had seen all the different things, and you wanted to focus in on 
more narrow need. I knew what I could handle. I, I couldn't it. handle okay. everything. Uh, I think uh, the, the difference is they are babysitters and you are educators. Correct. Correct. We have credentials. Our teachers are credentials. Okay, so you're, so you're fresh out of high school. I'm fresh out of high school. You do this for a year working I for someone else. I do this for a, work, and, for a year and, and, I, and I, meet a par- I meet a friend who is, I'm trying to think how many years older than, she's about 30 years older than me. Her son had just gone away to chiropractic college and she was looking for something to do. And she and I decided after I was no longer working, we decided to open a preschool. The two of us walked into the bank and we said, yes, we'd like $150,000. And we had no jobs, nothing. Right. And so they kind of looked at us and they said, okay, well, your husband, uh, it, to because her husband at the time, he was a doctor and he was also a former senator. And so they're like, oh, sure, whatever you want. No kidding. Uh, little, little name and, recognition wow. goes a long yes, way. Yes. There, yeah. Did you have a business plan? Did I have a, a at the time? Oh, no. So no business plan. Well, no I business want to be clear plan. about this. So you're working for a daycare and mm-hmm. you meet this other person or this yes. other person's your friend. We we actually started then in another day, daycare together. OK. And we met then and just decided we're going to go off and do our own. OK. So the two of you were working together. Yes. Very and, briefly. Okay. Very briefly. And yes. but you were, where, where did you get the entrepreneurial spirit? I mean, did, yeah. Was it was it her or you? Uh, was there ever anything in there? That Probably you, part of it. My dad, he okay. uh, is also self-employed. He is an electrical contractor. And do you encourage own. you to be cool. have your own business? Yes. He did. Yes. He, How I, old were you? Well, the reason I ask that is because my dad early twenties. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. that's, my dad did that as well. You yeah. know, he was a self-employed man, and he encouraged me to be mm-hmm. self-employed. Really, you didn't oh, tell yeah. me that. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How about that? Um, so, okay, so the two of you say, "Look, we can do this, but we don't want to do all this." Correct. Correct. And so you decided to venture out on on your own. Yes. In fact, we built a building. That's why we went oh in and we borrowed goodness. the bu- we borrowed the money, and during the time I decided I would do babysitting on the side. So I had kept a few children. Actually, I kept them in their home. We babysat. We drew up our own floor plans for our building. We it, it was quite a process because at the time regulations for preschools, daycares, however you wanted to title it had a lot more impact fees and a, a lot of fees tied to them oh, were different yeah. were different things did not how did, have. How did you wade through all of that? Um, I mean, did you do it on your own? Did the two of yes, you just sort yes. of... We had to go sit in people's offices. I remember one of the times we were dealing with St. John's. The water district. Yes. And my partner, she drove over there and she says, I'm sitting here until somebody takes care of me. I'm not leaving until... Um, we did have an engineer that had to draw everything up and go through all the red tape and regulations because you in it, we had to deal with the city, the county, and Department of Children and Families oh, okay. for regulations. So one last question real quick. Mm-hmm. We have to take a break. How long did all of that, just the permitting process, yeah. take? Permitting process? To, to build the building. The bureaucracy. It, it took us probably, I'm trying to think how many months, about six months, maybe right. maybe six to eight months. Oh, okay. my goodness. Yes. All right. We do have to take that break. Okay. And on the other side, we will come back and continue the conversation with Kelly Jenkins of the Christian Academy Preschool in Eustis. And you can find her on the Facebook page, Christian Academy Preschool. That's Christian Academy Preschool on Facebook. And don't forget to like us. That's Score Orlando on yeah, Facebook man, like as well. Us. We'll be right back. We like you. We'll be right back. What's the score? Once again, the show to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Rich Jekyll along with me, Christopher Hart, in the studio today. And with us is Kelly Jenkins, the owner, director, and one of the founders of the Christian Academy Preschool in Eustis. And we were just uh, finding out a little about her story. Local girl, grew up in Eustis, 
and out of high school, uh, worked at a, a daycare center and decided uh, she wanted to be her own boss. And along with a friend, they ventured out on their own. And we were just uh, talking about some of the things they had to do as they began to set up their business. One was actually building a building and not too many people. Uh, you're still just kind of fresh out of high school, if I'm not mistaken, yes. in the timeline. I don't even own a house. And, and <laughs> Oh, my goodness. But because of, the, let's always say, the clout uh, that your friend brought to the table, you guys were able to secure a loan. Yeah. and. Bit? I had to come up with my half, though, still. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay, yes. all right. So Brick you, and mortar. <laughs> so you, you had some uh, skin in the game, as they put yes. it. And you, uh, you just, but did you buy the real estate, the property? Her husband actually bought a large parcel of property. It was, at the time, they didn't realize where the Florida Hospital Waterman was going to be built. Okay. And we ended up just being a few blocks from it. Oh, and wow. so when we wow. bought our property, cool. they're like, oh, nobody's going to buy this orange grove. So we bought this orange grove. And then they built the hospital. And guess what happened to our property value? Oh, yeah. You can <laughs> oh, pretty much any, almost anywhere in Florida, you buy a piece of property, development will find yes. you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and no. uh, so it turned out to be a prime location. It turned out to be a very prime location. We're just we're just basically a block off of 441 and had no idea how prime it was going to be. And, and as it turned out. And but uh, you had to go through about six months of process just trying to get bureaucracy, the, the bureaucracy, bureaucracy, red tape to build yes. the building. And finally, you got the permission. Yes. And uh, was, so the building, in, in a way, this was a great way to do it because you could build the building to your own specifications. And yes. uh, already the what, what would it be OSHA and other state and federal requirements mm-hmm for running a, 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 a business that, that takes care of children. Well, you still had a lot of input, such as one of the issues we had is because we had to have special windows installed for fire exits. And so the oh. fire marshal is instructing us, put these windows one foot off of the ground. So a well, kid could crawl out. So, it, yes, but they could also push each other out those windows anytime they wanted. So we're oh. like, well, that's not really a good idea. So they made them bigger and higher. And and there was just a lot of, we had to do a lot of collaboration, a lot of hands-on, and be aware of everything that was going on. Otherwise, if you left it in someone else's hands, they're not thinking from a, a child's perspective. Yeah, they're just yeah. thinking, okay, let's do this because this is business. Yeah. yeah. Were the two of you still working at the daycare center at this time? No, we were unemployed at the time. Okay, so you were focusing totally on your building your own business. Yes, yes. Yeah. How are you? How are you able to determine the difference between a daycare and a um, educational type thing? I really had a love for children, and I wanted to see that I, there was so much potential, and you could see all of the skills they were mastering. Just the kids, the the children were mastering okay. writing skills, and you know, just picking up scissors and cutting some of the things parents were afraid to let their children do at home. Who wants to hand their three-year-old scissors? Right. And so... I don't even hand them to Rich. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so we wanted them to experience those skills. And we found a faith-based Christian curriculum in Pensacola. And we purchased the curriculum and... Oh, you purchased the curriculum. We purchased okay. a curriculum. Mm-hmm. Good thinking, good yes. thinking. Yes. So when you built the building, you built it with the mindset that you're going to have classrooms there. Yes. Not, yes. not just nursery type thing. We knew exactly what we wanted. We wanted equipped classrooms. We wanted storage areas in the classroom. We wanted places to display things. Yes. Lab? So not quite. Not so, quite. <laughs> so you're 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 sort of building the the, the modern day one room schoolhouse. Yes, except it was multi multi room. <laughs> okay, because you would have different age levels. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, but you were building your own school. Yes, yes. It's yes. interesting because not many people do this. No, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, counties do, right? I mean, but individuals. Building, starting from scratch to build a building to build a school. Now yep. they might, you know, rent a, a storefront or yeah. something like well, that. Well, they usually rent something from a church or, or, or something like or, that. Right. Still today, there, I would, I would anticipate that most of them are renovated buildings or something or rented and. 
Boy, you guys were beyond your time there, Did, did you put a little, like, bell thing on the top of the on the roof or anything, a little bell that tower? That was not in the budget, but oh. that was a great idea. Okay. <laughs> we had to be pretty frugal. Well, and now you don't, so you can put the bell tower up there. Uh, we're putting make fence it look in. Like, <laughs> no. Speaking of that, oh, okay. when was this? Um, this part was in 1992. We, oh, my Lord. So, I never would have thought that yeah, long ago. It was in 1992. 16 years? 26 years. Yeah. <laughs> Keep counting. Wow. <laughs> so, wow, that, that is, that's impressive yeah. because uh, obviously, and that, did you start out as the Christian Academy Preschool yes. in Eustace? Yes, we did. So your, your, your school has been around 26 years. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. Wow. We're on our second generation. We have a lot, a lot of the children we have now, we had their parents as students. Oh, All right. Holy cow. And, That's great. Um, the, there's no website, but you can go on Facebook to Christian Academy Preschool. That's Christian Academy Preschool. And I kind of like that, that you don't have a website. Yeah. yeah. You know? uh, Christian Academy Saves Preschool. <laughs> and, and you can focus more on your school. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, well, real quick. I mean, the new school year is coming up. Do you operate uh, this? Is or is yours year round, or do you operate with the the public school school year? term? Um, we're actually open year round. However, our school year program focuses just on the school year. Okay, and can what? people register now for the school year? Yes, we do have limited spots in some of our classes. Um, our orientation is August seventh. And then our first day of school is August 13th. Um, we're still looking for a few vol- what they call voluntary pre-kindergarten students, have a couple openings for them and a couple openings for two-year-olds, and that's about it. What do you mean voluntary? Um, in 2005, Florida legislation passed a, uh, a mandate that the state of Florida had to provide free care and free education for all children who turned age four by September 1st of the school year. We were one of the first providers in Florida to take to take this on. We are contracted by the state. The only qualifications are that the children have to be four by September 1st and they have to be a Florida resident. There is no financial qualification for this at all to parents. It, they're provided three hours a day or 540 hours a year of free education for their children. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. We serve five classes. Uh, we were speaking with Kelly Jenkins, and she is the owner director of the Christian Academy Preschool in Eustis. And so you have a faith-based uh, uh, cur- curriculum, you yes. said. Yes. But it still meets all state requirements, I take it. Um, it probably exceeds state requirements, but yes. And, and the state had, I have to back up and say, they did have some issues because it is a faith-based I was going to be my next curriculum. Preschool. It is a faith-based curriculum in preschool, and we are dealing with state money. So that was that was more hoops and things to go through. But but at the time when legislation was passed, it was intended that the public schools take in this, but with school overcrowding, and also during that time they passed the class size amendment act. Right. So they lowered the number of students per teacher, which meant. They needed more of their classrooms for their students, right? And they couldn't add VPK to their right. program. So, so then they went to you. So they needed the every overflow. provider. They needed every private provider they could get. Yeah, yeah. wow. It was a sort of an unintended consequence of the legislation. Yes. Yes. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Worked out great for us, as as it were. It did. <clears throat> and so you said that that you're now teaching some kids of. That, that you had taught their parents? Yes, 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 <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> That's great. I mean, it's yes. that, that return business, right? That it, it is awesome. Uh, generation yes. after generation. Kelly Jenkins is her name, our guest, and Christian Academy Preschool is the Facebook page where you can find more. And can we give your phone number out? Yes. If people want to yes. register, if you'd like to get your child. They can no. call or text. Now, do they have to live in the Eustace area, or if they live in Mount Dora or something, can they drive we, over? We service Mount Dora, Eustace, Tavares, and Umatilla, Grand Island, some okay. Leesburg. Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, Kelly's number at uh, the Christian Academy is 352 455 or just go to Facebook Christian Academy Preschool, and that is in Eustis. And now, 
Uh, you you original earlier you had said that uh, you were like right out of high school mm-hmm. worked you guys started high school this. or college high school well that's high where school I, well that was high my school th- because during once I opened my school is when I enrolled in high and and I actually was at the time I had my own person by then I was having my own children my own children were I waited till my older two were in elementary when I started going to school and what I going did back is, to school to college I, I went back to college. And I did, I had to drive to college twice a week. I would leave on my lunch hour, drive out to the college, take some classes and go back to work. I never wanted to miss time with my personal children and I never wanted to miss time at work. Not that. And it took me six years to get my degree. Well, (laughs) and your degree is in education? Early early childhood education. Early childhood education. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, so you did not have to have that degree to open the school originally? No. To work at the time when I opened the school, to work in preschool, you basically had to have 20 hours of training. That was it. Now to work in preschool, they only require 45 hours of training. In, and that's it. In my so facility, no advanced degrees, no degrees at all are required? Not by the state. However, in my facility, I have higher educational. We require that all of our teachers are credentialed. We have a staff of 24. Where okay. did you get your education, the training? Um, I got it at two locations, Lake Sumter and St. Leo College. Well, I who did. gave it to you? The, the professors at the school. Or are you talking about the 20 no, hours? I'm talking about the certification stuff. Well, they she came had up, to be certified. They actually didn't have certification initially when I started. They had to oh. invent that later. Okay. They did not come up with a lot of the certifications. I started this in the 80s. They didn't come up with a lot of certifications till probably the early 90s. Oh, okay. Did the state ever come to you and, and ask you for suggestions or anything of that nature? I actually taught for them for nine years. I was the um, main instructor for all of Lake County. I traveled to four locations. I traveled to Claremont, Leesburg, Tavares, and Eustis. I, it was a five-week course, and I would do five weeks in each location, and I did that for nine years. I see. How okay. did you run the center? And do that. Well, I uh, that you, was night school. All right. We'll have to <laughs> pick it up on the other side. We have to take another break. Mm-hmm. Once again, our guest today, Kelly Jenkins, owner and director of the Christian Academy Preschool in Eustis. And if you live in that area and you have a preschooler, you might want to think about trying to get them in that academy. That's Christian Academy Preschool on Facebook. And we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. Don't forget to like Score, though, also on Facebook. Yeah, we like you, man. That's it. So, okay, so we'll take a break and come right back with more of What's the Score. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Rich Jekyll, along with myself, Christopher Hart, the host today, and Kelly Jenkins, our guest. And she's the entrepreneur and school. Are you called the principal over there, or do they just call you director? Um... Administrator. Administrator. Okay. But but my title is director. Okay. Of the Christian Academy Preschool in Eustis. Started this thing from scratch 26 years ago and going strong out there. And you said you only have a few openings for this coming school year? Yes. Yes. Only a couple. Wow. Uh, She's maxed out all the time. Do you ever think about expanding? Um, We have thought about it several times and. I've been very blessed with everything I have, and I don't want to feel greedy. So I'm providing employment for 24 people. Most most of them have been there a minimum of 15 years. Is that right? Yeah, most of them. Well, it's not being greedy. I mean, you're actually educating these kids. Yes, but I can only handle so much. Uh, (laughs) Gotcha. Is there a a, a, fear is the right word, but a concern that if you grow too big, you won't be able to do what you want to do as, as effectively as you do it? Correct, correct. It's better just to, I have what I can handle, and it, I just... Because there may be a lesson in that for schools, mm-hmm. is that uh, uh, our schools today may actually be much too big. That could be. You know, uh, in, in especially the middle and high school, mm-hmm. because it, it, you... You can go to school all through high school and never meet all your classmates in your class, not to mention the other classes yeah. there, right? And I, I think there's something that we miss when we when we do that. Mm-hmm. Do you rely a lot on technology? 
Um, we do use a lot of technology. Our primary form of advertisement that we use is Facebook. We, we do a lot of community outreach. In our area, there is what they call um, a lot of word of mouth on Facebook, Eustace sure. word, word of Mouth, Tavares, Mount Dora. And so we use those um, just to, to post when we have openings or any type of events. Okay. Huh. Uh, what about in educating the children? Do you use a lot of computer technology oh. or, or is it more blackboard stuff? Um, what's a blackboard? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, we use a lot of iPads. A lot of the children have iPads or tablets. Um, mostly we just use iPads. So. Okay. Um, go ahead. Yeah, I want to go back a little bit. Uh, you, He, Christopher, mentioned something about a two-room schoolhouse. Mm. A one-room schoolhouse. Okay. Well, I actually went to a two-room schoolhouse First, second, and third grade were in one room. Fourth, fifth, and sixth were in the other room. Is that right? And I was able, I went to fourth grade, and I was able to skip fifth because it was the same room. (laughs) And I was learning stuff and learned about fourth and fifth and go straight to sixth. Uh, That's the truth. We used to have a chestnut tree out in front. Yeah. You know, like the old schoolhouses and the bell on top. Well, see, I got that beat. Well, no, you don't. Yes, this do. is Americana, because man. The, the first half year of I, my first, the, back when I was a kid, you didn't go to kindergarten or preschool. No. Right? Uh-uh. So uh, the, my, my first half year of first grade, we had to go to a church to go to school. Cool. Because some older boys had burned down the school that we were supposed to, <laughs> we were supposed to go to. I kid you not. Were you a fact, part of that? They just rebuilt it for the, it's the third version of Hillcrest Elementary School oh my in downtown, not too far from the National yeah. Entrepreneur Center there. Yeah, yeah. And Hillcrest was, I, I noticed that the architecture kind of is reminiscent of the original school yeah. building. And That's sure enough, awesome. during That's one awesome. Christmas break, it was burned down, burned to the ground. I remember we got a call late at night. My dad goes, "Oh no, no!" And he goes <laughs> over the window to the window, and out our window, you could see a glow in the sky. Oh, the fire was so big. This was a three, three. Anyway, I know you don't have to worry about that because you had oh, all yeah. kinds of building <laughs> codes and everything with the uh, sprinkler yes. systems, yes. fire fire alarms, and yeah. fire walls. And but and I know this is you know kind of a touchy thing, but security today is now a concern as well, is yes. it not? Are, yes. Have you taken precautions? Um, to enter our building, you have to have a code and you have to punch it in the door just to open the door. Mm. To sign a child out, you have to have another code just to access and have and pick up a child. So yes, um, our our secu- our facility is completely secure all the way around. Very good. Yeah, absolutely. Good. And a lot of and we've of never mind. had an incident. A lot of peace <laughs> of mind yes. for for the parents there, plus longtime employees. Yes. Um, so. Christian Academy Preschool in Eustis is what we were talking about. Uh, other than educational stuff, what, is, what has been the biggest business challenge that you have faced in this? Because it sounds like all along the way you kind of hit things right at the right moment, right yeah. place, right time type of thing. But certainly there must have been some big challenges along but the they way. they did their homework as well. I mean, if you listen to what she's saying... They spent hours and hours and hours studying. Yeah, how did you fill and... you, you up that first classroom, for instance? We did a, when we first, prior to opening, we created flyers and we took them everywhere to department stores in our area. We took them to parks. We took them to libraries. We hung out, handed out whatever we could do, flyers. Yeah. And that's what we used. Um, we never purchased a newspaper at the time. Newspaper was kind of the big advertising. We never purchased a newspaper ad there because our building was under construction and our area is very small. It really drew a lot of attention. And of course you have a big sign out front saying coming soon, Christian Academy preschool. Um, we had a lot of people phoning in. Then I used my home phone and people just were calling me at home to register their child. I'll be okay. darned. And if you'd like to try to register your child, and she has just a few, but a few openings, Christian Academy Preschool on Facebook or call 352-455-0078, 352-455-0078. This is not normal. I mean, for you to get that many people that quickly 
is not normal, right? Right. So um, you out there that think you're going to do this yes. and yeah. have it prosperous well, in the first month. Mm-hmm. Well, it, once again, timing. Yes. Timing was everything. It, it was the timing. Right? There was there were not a lot of there weren't really any preschools in our area. There were a couple oh, daycares. Okay. Yeah, and so location. It, it just hit some. You know, when parents thought, "Oh, we could take our child to a daycare or a preschool," and it was just kind of a new concept for them to consider, and that's what they chose. Yeah. So you're not going to get rich out there in one month. Yes, no. It's going to take three months at least. (laughs) Once again, were were there financial challenges early on? No. Really? You lucky. (laughs) No. um, We opened opened our first week with a third capacity. By the first month, we were running at full capacity. After the first week, I started drawing a check. Oh, my goodness. See? See what I mean? Yeah. Uh, But like you said, it was the time. If someone opens a school today, I mean, there's a lot of challenges. A lot of regulation has been put into place. A lot of regulation on funding is in place. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people need that funding. Right. But you were in perfect time, perfect location. Yes. Well, yes. as it turned out. Yes. As it turned out, know. right. <laughs> but it sounds like you would have done well anyway, just because of the demand in the community. Yes, yes. And we had, my, my partner um, was Flora Glisson, and like I said, her husband was a senator, Senator Glisson, and they had a reputation in our area. We had, both of us had been in that area forever. I went through schools there, so we were very well known in our area and still are. And of course, trust has a lot to do with yes. this sort of thing. Yes. Funding and that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, not yeah. only that, but apparently leaving their child with you. Yes, right? yes. Right. And, and really... I think one of the most important things is getting out in the community, knowing, getting to know people, becoming involved. Okay, and okay, that, like what, what, what did you do? Well, I, I ha- because I had children. My sons played baseball, okay. so I was active on our local baseball board. Oh, okay. And we were at the all baseball right. field all of the t- all the time. That was a great place to meet uh-huh. families. My daughter was a dancer. Um, you talk to families at the dance school who are needing care for their preschool mm-hmm, age mm-hmm. children. You just make a lot of connections. You get very, I was very involved in church, made quite a few connections, just being involved in for church. And I can kind of remember hearing um, people come in and they'd say, is this Miss Glisson's school? Just because the Glissons were so known yeah. in their, in our area, they moved there in the, in the sixties and just, you mm-hmm. know, everybody knew yeah. them. Right. Right. That's uh, great. Christian Academy Preschool in Eustis, and you can find them on Facebook at Christian Academy Preschool. And so has the curriculum changed much over the years? Because I know, you know, the state went through this, what was it called, uh, the big educational push a few years ago? Um, because we are a, what still considered a private... Com- common Core. Yes. Was, yes. Um, that didn't impact us. We do have state standards. All of our teachers are are trained in the state standards, they just came out with a new revised set of state standards. All of my teachers have already attended their training for that. We stay on the forefront of education. Whatever comes out, we have our staff there. We're taking every educational course we can take. We're staying in the forefront of whatever we need to do for early childhood education. Has the state been more and more encumber- an encumbrance to you? Um, Oh, of course. Of course it has. I mean, they come up. I think they just can't sleep at night. So they try to come up with new rules, (laughs) new rules and new regulations. huh? Yes. Do you ever get people visiting or state people visiting to inspect? Uh, We've had uh, Rhonda Santos has been to our office. We've had um, most pretty much anybody who has ever run for office has been in our in our our preschool. Yes. And we get quite a few of the congressmen senators they come to her a lot of school board members come into our facility uh, county commissioners are you a bit of a model now for other operations like yours we definitely try to serve as a mentor center i have always opened myself up for anyone who wants me to come to their facility and help them anyone who wants me to give them pointers they're welcome to call me um we there are over 200 facilities in lake county and there's a process called accreditation. 
Less than 20 facilities are accredited. We're one of the few that are accredited. Wow. And I will serve as a mentor center for anyone interested. I like that mentor center. That's what <laughs> SCORE is. Yes. It is indeed. <laughs> All right. We have to take another break. Uh, once again, we'll come back uh, with Kelly Jenkins. And the Christian Academy Preschool in Eustis is her business. That's right, a school. And when we come back, we'll maybe talk a little bit more about the, the curriculum and, and what maybe makes uh, them so successful. Because obviously they're doing something right with people continuing yeah. bringing their own children back. What do you teach uh, a one-year-old? been taught there. So, uh, and of course... Uh, we got uh, want to remind you of some score events coming up, so we'll do all that after this short break. But once again, please tell your friends and family all about SCORE. And if you are in the mind of starting a business of your own or know someone who is... Come to the Mentor Center. There you go. Come to the Mentor Center at the Orlando Fashion Square National Entrepreneur Center on the west end of the mall there. Okay. And once again, if you come there during the week, normal business hours, there'll be somebody in the SCORE office. I promise. We'll be right back with more of What's the Score. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Along with myself, Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll in the studio today, and our guest, Kelly Jenkins, the owner-director of the Christian Academy Preschool in Eustis. And you know, she started out and has been very successful from the very beginning, but she went out there and she and she worked the word of mouth, uh-huh. as it were, yeah. and uh, she did it on her own. But there's another great way that you can use word of mouth, and that is through radio. And you can either do it with your own voice or with some great professional voices, all provided right here at the Salem Media Group Orlando, with four great radio stations serving the entire Central Florida area, along with FM simulcasting. They can really put your message into a lot of people's ears and minds. And as I said, it's reasonable and it's effective. Did you know that more people... Listen to the radio each week, then do TV or Google. I didn't know that. Indeed. That is amazing statistic. Indeed it is. And uh, radio is there for you if you choose to use it. And, you know, sometimes you sit in your radio and you go, I hear that person's commercial on the radio all the time. You know why that is? Because it's working for that person and it's paying (laughs) off for them. So if you'd like to make it work for you, too, call Bill Files. He's the station manager here at Salem Media Orlando. The phone number is 408-618-1760. Did I say 408? 408, you said. Is 407 Bill Files would be love to uh, go over radio with you and how effectively you can use it to get your message out. Word of mouth wise. That's Bill Files, 408 there we get it again. 407 I'm looking at 618 as I'm saying 407. That's what you washed your mouth and you can't do anything with it. 618-1760. You know the number. Bill's his name. All right. Once again, back to Kelly and Kelly Jenkins. Are you all still partners? Oh, yes. She uh, actually turned 80 this past January. I was just going to ask. She comes to work every day. Oh my she, goodness. She we have two forms of keeping a lot of our book work. Everything of course is on computer and we use embrace all the latest technology and software. In addition, she keeps a paper set of everything. Because <laughs> how often does internet go uh, yeah. down or we lose yeah. well, you, and, know, you see I like that. <laughs> um and a little bit of retro stuff yeah, and, there. And do you use I mean, you don't strictly teach from computers, do you? You use other forms of education as well, don't you? We use um computers to research a lot of different concepts and ideas. But children need a lot of hands on. Right. So we just get the ideas. From technology, then we have to implement them by using whether it's blocks. We're still using blocks, cars, toys, dolls, all of those kind I of things. I was going to ask some because, yeah, that's it, great. But just something simple like playing with blocks, then we may use a computer to c- create flashcards. And or in our housekeeping center, we have flashcards with things like that'll say mix 
What does the word mix mean? Ingredients, recipe. You have to remember a lot of these children are just developing language. And so we're introducing them to vocabulary words every day. And we create what's called a print, print, print rich environment, which means we put those words everywhere. Because if you show any child a McDonald's bag, they know what that bag says. Uh-huh. That's McDonald's. Right. <laughs> and so the more they see it, the more they will retain it. How do you teach? What do you teach uh, one-year-olds? Well, we actually start at age two. Two. And you have to remember, a lot of children are, they need a lot of social skills. Children aren't born with... He still needs a lot of social skills. (laughs) Thanks, Rich. Um, Listening listening to adults. Maybe I should enroll. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I already enrolled you. Yeah. Yeah. Listening Listening to to adults, adults, following directions. Those are two huge skills. I and like the, it. And a I lot of like kids still don't that. have those. Um, yes. Self-help skills. Do they know how to put on clothing? Oper- they're still learning to go to the bathroom or they're not even potty trained. So oh we're God, potty yeah. training them. Um, we're also developing motor skills, fine motor skills by teaching them writing. And, and they're just forming like what they call the pincer grip. And so they're just forming a lot of those type of skills. Stacking blocks, sorting, classifying, taking the blocks, putting all the blue in a pile, all the yellow in a pile, classifying, which has more, which has less. Those type of concepts, concepts you take for granted. We ha- they have to be taught sometime. That is fascinating. Yeah. Do you encourage the parents to participate in the teaching process, either at home or maybe even at the facility itself? Yes, we have different programs we use. We have a homework program. Each week, the children receive a folder, and it has activities either curtailed to the child. If the teacher sees a child of an area of strength or weakness, she may put special activities in there. The parent then has to work with the child on those activities. We do a project. It's called Family Feet. And we send home paper for everyone in the family and they have to trace their feet out and then they have to decorate the foot with stickers that like if dad's into baseball, then they put all kinds of baseball things. Ah. And if mom likes cats, then they can put cat things and whatever their interest is, they decorate their feet. And then the children come to school and they tell about their family. Awesome. That is great. All of this is going on at the Christian Academy Preschool in Eustis. And Kelly Jenkins is the owner and director. And by the way, you can find them on Facebook at Christian Academy Preschool. Or if you'd like to call, uh, the number is 352-455-0078, 352-455-0078. And once again, it's, it's, it's a school, but you've run it like a business. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been very effective. So you've been able to continue what you wanted to do, which was work with children. Mm-hmm. You're educating them, and yet you're, you're made, you've made a very uh, nice living out of it. Yes, and and important for me is is my employees. I, I feel that my staff has been one of the big biggest benefits. It's probably the biggest asset that I have in my business is sure. my teaching staff and, and and treating them right. And it's they're not in this for the money. They're in it for, we give them flexibility. A lot of my employees are part-time and they're, and they're women. They have children who may be in elementary school or they have dance lessons or they're in 4-H after school. And the parents need to have that flexibility uh-huh. to go and do things with their families, but still earn money for their families as well. So we've offered a lot of flex hour opportunities for our employees. And you have several employees. 24. That are over 15 years? Yes, yes. The majority Longevity? of my employees are over 15 years my with me. My goodness, that mm-hmm. is unheard of today. We we kind of play a little, we do a little test every time we pass out our payroll and we have like a little question. And so today the, the question was they had to list their proudest accomplishment that they've done in business with us. And I just know one of the teachers, she goes, today I am celebrating my 21st anniversary with you. Mm. And I was like, that's a great accomplishment. How about you know, that? So, yeah. How about All that? right. Kelly Jenkins, our guest today, owner and director of Christian Academy Preschool in Eustis. Uh, do you find that uh, educating the preschoolers is getting harder or easier over the years? It's probably, there's a lot more requirements for documentation um, and I feel like 
and and teachers probably in public school feel exactly the same way. There's more time fill, spent on completing tests and filling out paperwork than we can really devote to educating and working with children. That's do you have to test your children? Yes, we do. We are required Standardized by the, tests. We are required to by the state to enter our we have to test the children three times a year and enter their scores into a state system. They are just in the process of now passing a new legislation where if a child attends 60% of your program, that's just little over half of a year, then their score will count into your overall school grade. Wow. So you're graded just like the public schools are graded. Yes. And you're doing fine, right? How? I don't know. But yes. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, you've got it We have great families and awesome teachers. That's that's, that's it. The the teachers, the quality of the teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, So the... Not so much working with the children, but working with the state is getting more and more cumbersome. Painful. Yes. yes. Painful. Um, In our area, the majority of the facilities um, receive state funding. It's called school readiness funds. I would would estimate probably 95% of the facilities, maybe more, receive the state funds. We're just strictly private pay in my facility. However, with the state funds, there's a lot of regulations. They come and they do um, what's called colorful steps. Your children are rated. If you bring a child into your facility that is non-English speaking, you ha- that child still has to meet all of the qualifications of an, an English speaking child. And if you have a child who a lot of our children at this age are not diagnosed um, because they're too young to receive a diagnosis, maybe autism for illness. Or, no autism learning or disabilities. Oh, different learning, learning disabilities. Oh, okay. And and so they're not differentiated in our scores at this time. So all children wow. are entered under one score. Okay. So with the state money comes a lot of strings attached. Yes. Is a, yes. Way it and maybe that's why I don't take it. <laughs> well, smart. Smart not to. Yeah. Um, and so you're, you're, you're fine with what's going on out there now? The, the community's happy? And- We're seeing a lot of growth in our area. New facility. We just, um, a new facility is just opening a few blocks away from us. Um, they are going to cater to ages that they're t- catering to infants and toddlers, ages that we're not serving at this time. Mm. It'll be very convenient for parents just to drive one, from one block That's to the other. daycare, though. Yes. Well, it's infants and toddlers, so yes. Okay. Yes where we start at age two and we're preschool education. Okay. And once again, uh, our guest today has been Kelly Jenkins, owner director of the Christian Academy preschool in Eustis. And they just have a few openings for this fall, but once again, keep it in mind, right? Cause mm-hmm. the little ones are coming along all the time. <laughs> and if you live in the Eustis, Mount Dora, Tavares, Tavares Umatilla, Grand all, Island, that area <laughs> there, uh, please consider the Christian Academy preschool Sounds like they're doing things right there. You can find them on Facebook, Christian Academy Preschool, or call 352-455-0078. And don't forget, while you're on Facebook, to like us. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. And you can see there a lot of the things that Score has going on. Or you can find the menu for all the seminars and classes and everything that they have to offer at the website, which is orlando.score.org. And don't forget, on August the 22nd, at the Orlando Science Center, the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce Business Showcase is a going on. And it's a free event and free parking. There'll be refreshments there. And best of all, Rich Jekyll will be there from 4 <laughs> to 7 speed p.m. counseling. Rich Jekyll! That's me, speed oh. counselor <laughs> extraordinaire. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. All right, so that's August the 22nd, 4 to 7 p.m., Orlando Science Center. And that's by the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. So until next week, thanks for listening to What's the Score. See ya.